in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Oh yes, we are Ben and Vicky. We never know how to come in after that intro. Yeah, it's true. It's always like, uh, well, well the intro said everything. Said, yeah. I mean, uh, we are Ben and Vicky. Yep. Yeah, I cannot be more factual than that. What we haven't said though is that this is the prop showzel. It is. That is true. I don't think it does come out in the intro so much that this is the prop showzel. It does come out like it's the next Superman, which is also true. Oh, well, I will take that Monica happily. <laughs> It also has take any Monica happily. It's been a while. Well, I would shy away from if it was like Ben's unhappy hour of <laughs> disappointment. I'm like, well, that's not what I was going for, but <laughs> if I have to live up to the name, maybe. We've already got a uh, www message in. Oh, what do you that, think that stands for? I would say World Wide Web if my schooling teaches me well. <laughs> You were schooled well. It is indeed. Uh, we have from the internet. Yay, I'm finally listening to you guys live from HK. Hi, Vicky and Ben. Any guesses on what HK is? You looked at me so disappointingly when I said www was well done. I thought you going to say something funny. I, I set you up for a joke and you're like, nope, Why time is... to educate Melbourne and HK apparently. Why is the intro for this show me trying to make up acronyms or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> because you usually do that to me and I always go, no. But I, only, I already struggled with coming up with a fake name for the disappointing show. <laughs> you know I, I didn't want to do that three times in a row. Ben's struggle hour of power. Yes. HK obviously. <laughs> Obviously stands for high kilt, Vicky. Is that what the kind of comedy you want? Yes, from? that is the kind of hilarity oh, okay. I want. Yes, in Scotland, they're flying instead of flags today, kilts. High kilts to celebrate the third season of the show. Yes, and our uh, HK friend is hoisting one of those flags and she everybody sits atop knows, it. Everybody knows in Scotland, when something happens that you should celebrate, you hoist your kilt slightly higher to celebrate. And so thank you very much from our friend overseas who has who has done that for us. It's one of those sexy knee-high kilts. Ooh. Well, as the tradition, you're not supposed to wear any underwear under the kilt. So hoisting it high is always that little Risque. extra, yeah, a little uh, dangerous for I know exposure. it gets windy in Scotland, so. Does it? Well, watch out everyone in HK. <laughs> Anyone who is in the state of HK this morning, be careful. Yes. High kilters, watch out. Is that like... You know, when you fly your flag at half-mast. Yeah, that's a sad occasion. Yeah. So, so you wear a on, longer kilt. On a good occasion, that's... It makes perfect sense to me because, you know... Oh, good. Because <laughs> I'm lost. As a man, obviously you can relate that when something sad happens, you're like, I don't feel too sexy. I've yeah. had a sad day. Yeah. I want to cover up the old the Junk. old lady attractors. <laughs> the old Is that what they're LAs. referred to now? Yep. Okay. The old lady kip. <laughs> sure. 
So you put pants on and you're like, I'm having a great day. I'm feeling, I got my hair done, my eyelashes look good. I woke up this morning with my nose in the middle of my face. Going to pop some old shorty shorts on, show off the kneecaps. I don't do that. <laughs> you don't You don't feel sexy like, some mornings? Like, oh, I'm just owning life. I feel sexy. Time I'm going for to... the short shorts. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you I... like short shorts. I like short shorts. Yeah, I didn't realise I had to invest in the hot pants for my uh, days on. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to know if you're having a good day if you're not wearing Lycra hot pants? I know. Well, I usually run around in the uh, standard jeans. People will be very confused. They're yeah, like, oh, he's like, always so depressed. Yeah, what's going on with Ben? Yeah. <laughs> always keeping the old lady attraction at a minimum. But I think that adds a level of mysterioso. <laughs> People are like, what's he hiding? What's under there? Yeah, why if won't I, he just say that word in English? If I... <laughs> why is he using the musical term? <laughs> if I just ran around in a hot pants all day, everyone would know oh, what's underneath. Oh, I see. So they would be uh, either bored by it, seeing on a daily basis. The ladies would be like, I already know what's under those pants. Yeah, I've they, seen Ben in hot pants constantly. They wouldn't feel the need to work for it. Ah, I yeah. see. A man tried to pick me up on the train last night. I can't believe that this is going out to (laughs) HK, I assume Hong Kong, literally. My friend texted me. Finally tuned in. (laughs) Ben and Vicky's big season premiere. Someone did SMS in and say HK equals Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Thank you. I uh, was unsure about that. Would you like to SMS in what WWW stands for? If if I got five points on that one. (laughs) No, I, uh, I feel like we're going to a lot of effort. They've tuned in. Like, oh, yeah, finally the time zones have a line now that they're on the new 12 p.m. slot. Like, this is what I was missing all the time. (laughs) Well, yeah, a man tried to pick me up on the train last night. Okay. It went, yeah, successfully for him. Oh, you've got a new boyfriend to tell us all about. Oh, no. Oh, that's A new datey, I believe. (laughs) Yes, a new datey. The official term as of last week. Well, I don't know. It's a very strange situation. I thought you might be interested in it. I don't know. So I met him on the station. He was asking, I feel like, um, I'm like narrating the start of a Bonnie Bear song. I met him at the blood bank. No, I met him on the station and we got to talking and he took my number and as he texted me, it became apparent that he is one of those workers that does a month on a month off in WA. Oh, like uh, he's in the mining industry or something. Well, he's a deep sea diver constructor. I feel like it must be made up. He obviously (laughs) has a second family. That's what I need you to decide. Is he full of crap and has another family Mm. or... Is he the world's most interesting person? Well, I don't know. I think I need to hear more about this Because I, I would never give my number to someone on a train, but I was like, you are so interesting. Like, everything about you is, like, outlandish. How far into the conversation did the deep sea diving thing come up? Towards the end. So oh, it started really? off with he was carrying a saxophone. So I was like, what's your saxophone? He's like, oh, I was just playing at a going away party for a Brazilian friends. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yep, believable. Then from that, you know, tell me a bit about you sort of stuff. Not the exact question because it wasn't a job interview. He used to live in America for 10 years as a snowboard instructor. This is sounding more and more made up. I know. (laughs) It's like he just carries around a saxophone as a conversation starter. If that doesn't work, he was wearing a traditional uh, Indian headpiece. (laughs) Yeah, so from there he was then telling me about his travels around South America where he learned Spanish. Then about his friend who's a French au pair that's taught him French. I was like, this is BS. So then we started speaking. The rest of the conversation was in French. 
And I was like, well, this is not uh, a lie. Okay. Because I was like, okay. If, if it is an elaborate backstory, he's done a lot of preparation. Yeah, because I was like, I'm going to get him here. I was like, I used to live in France. Yeah. I speak French. And he was like, oh, wait. And like started going in French, perfectly fluent. I was like, damn. <laughs> um, and then he was telling me that he now lives in WA as a deep sea diver that constructs pipes under the sea. So does he live underwater? I can't believe this guy actually exists. He may as well have just said he's a professional adventurer or something. That's what I thought. That's a texter, by the way. That's what a text in just said. I completely agree with that. I don't believe he's a real person either. So I think he's just got another family. Yeah, was his name Indiana Jones? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) No, his name was Michael. So I'm like, well, you're going to go with professional adventurer. Surely you'd come up with something more interesting. So are you going to see him again? Well, that's the thing. He was, like, texting me later that night and he was like, you know, sleep well because I was like, yep, getting off the train to go to bed now, Mm. have fun. And he was, let's go and see the Hawthorne-Carlton game because I'm Carlton, he's Hawthorne. And so I was like, yep, sounds good. He's like, well, good, yep, it's on June 16th. Okay. I'll be back in Melbourne. So is he leaving again, like, this week or something? I guess so, for six weeks on. Wow. Or going back to his family that he already has. Would that bother you? (laughs) Like, he sounds pretty interesting, even if he does have a secret family. I was seriously like, ew, get away from me, train guy. And then I was like, Come over here, train guy. Fascinating. I can't believe you're a real person. Even if I don't end up dating you, I need to have tell my friends that we met and know that this stuff is true. He's like, Yeah, you see some pretty interesting fishes when you're down there. And like, (laughs) I was like, You're not real. You're not a real person. Please stop faking your reality in the world. It works for me because. Presumably, he can't get the show underwater. No, so, I think he's underwater right now, so we don't have to worry. On he doesn't know. Off, yeah, we can talk about him behind his back. Yeah, it's exactly. That's what I said. Yeah, I was like, this cannot be real. This man cannot be real. So text in 0427767767. Do you think I should go out with him? Is this man making up lies? Do you think that he showed his best hands on the first meeting? Probably. Like, he's told you six stories in that time. True. That I guess you can still mine for further details, but after that, it's like, well, you expect him to keep that level of entertainment up throughout True. any further dates. So, yeah, he w- he's a saxophonist in a band, undersea construction worker, mm. a snowboard instructor for 10 years in America, travelled around South America and Europe, speaks fluent Spanish and French. I'm like, this person doesn't exist. You're made up. How old is he? 30. Mm, that seems like a lot to fit in. I know. It's not an unbelievable time frame. No, that that's what I thought. Happened. I asked him how old he was. If he was like 25, I was like, it's all over. Get out of the train. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can just catch the next Sandy. It takes <laughs> at least a year to learn how to be an underwater pipe builder. <laughs> Well, he's been doing that for five years, apparently. I heard about these guys in New York where they essentially spend half, I think it's the same kind of thing, like six weeks at a time or maybe four weeks at a time, where they're underwater repairing the New York sewer system. And they go in this submarine type thing where it's kind of just a one or two person bubble underwater that they can live in. Yeah. They do eight-hour shifts of being underwater repairing pipes and then another eight hours in the bubble. It sounds like this is what this guy is doing. He's being some kind of weird, made-up job. We've got an amazing text in. That leads to a lot of free time. Yeah, go on. Set him a challenge involving all of his claimed skills. Wow, <laughs> that would be quite the uh, So I'll endeavor. write him instructions in Spanish for fixing an underwater pipe at the bottom of a ski slope. I think it needs to be like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. Totally. Where he has to go, like, come San Diego style. Where so I'll be tied to him. a pipe under the sea. 
oh, risky, I might die. <laughs> I <can laughs> if just... he's lying, I'll drown. Yeah. So let's not do that. But if he's not, you'll get quite the heroic introduction to your relationship. <laughs> I think I should reward him, even if it's not true. He had enough back information on each of these things that I feel like I should go out with him to reward him for some extensive Wikipedia research. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to our first song for today on that. Uh, today's theme is the ocean. Text in 0427 767 if you have any further ideas about this guy and his claimed skills. Um, today's theme is the ocean. We're starting off with A Pirate I Was Meant to Be from The Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, Vicky requested a, sh- a sea shanty. I did. I didn't I know many sea, sea, sea shanties. No, that's not what I said. It wasn't sea shanty. What was it? I think it was a sea shanty. No, it's something else. It's similar. Well, until you prove otherwise, I'm going to say you went out asking for a sea shanty. And I only know about two. It's like either this one or what did we do with the drunken sailor? <laughs> so on our uh, ever long quest to play the least commercial music on radio, <laughs> here's some Monkey Island music. We're a band of vicious pirates for sailing out to sea. When you hear our gentle singing, you'll be sure to turn and flee. Oh, this is just ridiculous. We'll surely avoid scurvy if we all eat an orange. And, um... Well, uh... Door hinge? No, no. Guess the song's over then. Guess so. Okay. Back to work. Well, gee, I feel a little guilty now. And that was the answer orange, if anyone is playing (laughs) along at home. Yes. We got some good feedback on that song, which I am quite surprised yeah, about. Yeah, I usually... No, every time I make you play a song, mm. it gets amazing feedback, and you doubt me every single time. Banana Phone was a smash hit. And the... Over two people texted in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what qualifies as yes. a smash hit. Well, it was the cow one as well, Cows of Guns. Cows of Guns, smash it. OMG, I remember this song, Monkey Island Rules. Damn right. Agreed, my friend. I love Monkey Island, one of my favourite games of all time. All your songs, the Vicky's selection... Uh, very uh, comedic centric, so maybe that's what we should. I uh, don't know why you see it that way. Banana Phone is a very serious song about a man attempting to make a call on a banana. Oh well, obviously. Who knows who he's calling? He could be calling Triple O Ben. There's no guessing that it's comedic. I should go back and re-listen to that song for the uh, serious undertone <laughs> that is. I was it's obviously like, missing. It's so appealing. The blood's on the ceiling. Oh wow! And I called triple O before I die. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear that verse. <laughs> That's the uh, the, uh, the not the radio cut. idiot. Yeah, yeah. right. I've had a few texts in about that song. Best tune ever for cooking and dancing. And then someone, why not play Gay Pirates by Cosmo Jarvis? Well, we've only got so many pirate-themed songs to fit in an episode, but you never know what could come up yes, in the rest Yes, who of the knows show. what our next theme will be. I think we should have Vicky's selection for our next theme. Text in 0427767767 if you agree and you want to hear <laughs> all of these again. Great, yeah, Vicky's selection. Where <laughs> you want to just... hear all of Vicky's selection, which so far includes Banana Phone, the pirate song from Monkey Island, and what's the other one? Cows with Guns. Well, you want just a greatest hits of songs we've already played, not even yep. similar songs. Would we say greatest hits or greatest picks by Vicky Smith? <laughs> I would be happy with either. But, uh, sure. Regarding this guy who uh, has told me all of these um, things about himself, we've had a couple of texts in as well. I also know someone that has this job and he is underwater for hours and hours and he wells pipes underwater. Yeah, so I guess that is an actual job and not made up. No, that's but what someone said maybe I could offer to publish his autobiography. So both good ideas. We'll, we'll let you know how it goes on June 16th Does when I see him Does that guy own again. some kind of publishing house? Or I don't know. Just, 
thinks that it's such a great story that he wants to start his business as a... I would stake... If that guy's life story is true, I would stake my business on publishing his autobiography. He's clearly Bear grills in disguise. <laughs> we better kick off the show, I think. Yes. What is a prop shozel? Well, we make proposals, Vicky. We do. I'd like to propose, Ben. Mm. I'm sorry. We've had someone text in. <laughs> All right. We wouldn't like to propose anything. No, we won't propose a single thing when we have our listeners to attend to. That's how we are. You're so easily distracted. No, I just say everything gets put on the back burner when a listener needs us. You're so, uh, so needy for attention. Thank you. Mm. Cows with guns. I remember that one too. Another classic. Don't forget Secret Asian Man. Another classic from around that time. Oh, okay. I thought he might have remembered it from our show, but no, he just remembers it from, from, the, life. from <laughs> the great airplay that it got back in the day. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the show, shall we? Mm, well, thank you for listening to our season premiere, by the way. Yes. If, if you were tuning in for your regular 12pm entertainment, you're going to be getting us for the next 11 weeks or so. Also, this is not an extended news report <laughs> from midday. <laughs> it could be. It's just a very uh, sidetracked news report. Yes. So we've got our first proposal off the rank. Ben, mm. would you like to, to bring that out? I have an ongoing conflict with my father. I do too. I do too. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting behind this. What is it? This is a segment that Vicky and I have dubbed Adamant Dads. Adamant Dads. <laughs> Not to be confused with lingering, hovering dads. No, if you're a fan of the podcast, SMS in I'm the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. That clears things up. <laughs> well, guy, is it true? Slash, I don't believe you. <laughs> because what? Are you also like some community radio supporter? Well, it's not a very interesting response. Like, I would have assumed he would have gone into a backstory about how he was listening while he was saving um, a small Mexican village or something. Yeah, like, sorry, can't text. I'm snowboarding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Dad have this constant disagreement Mm. where his belief... (laughs) Sorry. So you've got to stop looking at this screen. We're never going to get anywhere. Someone just texted and said, okay, maybe not. All right. So So that is not the guy. All right, we're glad we established this. But I'm pretty fantastic. All right, all right, get on to the story. All right. Are you sure? Sorry, this person is just saying they're fantastic. This is what happens when Vicky's in charge of the I know. Panel. If you'd like me to go out with you, feel free to continue this text message conversation and tell me why. But anyway, Ben, I'm sorry, Adam and Dads. I'm actually serious about Adam and Dads because Adam and Dads bother me, as they should bother you if you're pretty fantastic. Yeah, and so we, we have this ongoing disagreement. Mm. My specific current disagreement mm. is... My dad is adamant about the direction that the forks and other cutlery go in the dishwasher. Oh, okay. What is he? Which way? He believes they should stick upwards, like pointy ends upwards. Foolishness. That's a way to get a cut. That's my argument. Oh, someone wants a trip to the emergency room. Get out the banana phone. And as the person who often is unpacking the dishwasher, I have got many injuries because of this. (laughs) But... He feels that they should go the other way because if they're pointing down, then they can fit through the small slats in the uh, rack and get the dishwasher drawer stuck when you're pulling it out. Yeah, it's madness. Down, all the way. But I have a macro problem with adamant dads. I just find their adamancy is uncalled for. They're so adamant. (laughs) They never give up. Like, my dad is so often just blatantly wrong. Like, this is not matters of opinion Mm. that they... Have He has matters of not opinion that he is adamant about and wrong about. What do you mean not opinion? Like, for example, I had the car accident a couple of weeks ago, mm. my adamant dad moment, and he said, no, they don't make the claim and they don't come and get your car. 
that doesn't sound right to me. You don't have to wait for them to make the claim. I was like, yes, you do. That's how it works. He's like, nope, that's not the law. You don't have to wait for them to make a claim. That doesn't sound right at all. I'm like, you do. I just spoke to the insurance company. And he's like, no, that's not true. And to be clear, your dad doesn't work in the industry or anything like Nor that. Nor ever he, has. He is just wrong about this one. Yeah, but he's often adamantly wrong. Like, he, he refuses to listen to reason. I'm like, I literally was on the phone to them. Like, shall I put them on speaker? And he's like, no, I'd rather be adamant. I'd rather be an adamant dad. I'm like, all right, dad, enjoy your adamancy, but you're also wrong. He also believed for quite some time that BMW stood for British Motor Works. Instead of what? What does it stand for? I don't know. Bavarian? Oh, now Vicky can't come up with an acronym for something. Oh. <laughs> Look who's laughing now. I think Bavarian, but I don't know. See, my adamant dad is worse. I feel like your adamant dad, at least it's a matter of opinion, whereas my adamant dad is adamant is about, about facts. factual inaccuracies. Mm. I'd be like, I have blue eyes. Nope. No, I do. Nope. He's not doing it just to be contrary. He's just... It feels very strongly about this misinformation. No, he's not little Miss Mary quite contrary. He's little Miss Adam and Dad quite wrong. So how do we deal with these dilemmas? I know. Well, how those... do dads get so adamant? <laughs> like, I'm not as unreasonable of them. Do you think it comes when you have a child? or With age in general? I think you're like, no, I have a child now. I don't want them to lead me down the garden path. I'm going to become adamant on every single opinion I have. It's one of those things where... You're unbudging. And then I think once you prove them wrong, they've fought the argument so long that they can't back down. Yeah. Well, even if you do prove them wrong, they just sort of like don't really attend to it in a way. They're like, oh, okay. And you're like, what? This went on for months. Like, Yeah, yeah, I want a moment of glory yeah, now that I've, uh, I know. I've finally convinced you. Like I had an, an adamant friend where we argued about whether or not you had to touch off on trams. You don't, by the no, way. No, you don't. But she was so adamant. And then it turned out I was right and the announcement went over and I was like, in your face. And she was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I never I said like, that. Yeah, pretty much. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, you said that. You said it many times, adamant friend. That's a good tactic, I think, if you've been proven wrong. Just deny Deny the ever having had an argument. You're like, must have been someone else. I was like, it was not someone else. I wish in life there was roll tape. Well, that's the good thing about having everything we do documented yeah, on know, radio. Because you just be like, roll tape. I can my prove friend. Vicky wrong and go to episode 13. <laughs> Our fantastic friend wanted to say, onto the story, sorry, which we did get onto. And then he said, up. Forks go upwards or else they take up too much room in the little cage. Too much room? I don't think it takes up any different room. Philip, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky's uh, been getting some mysterious texts from my father. Why? No, how does that work? Because surely. I guess if the base of the fork is too wide to fit through the little gaps, then it would take up slightly less room. Mm. But I'm just sick of trying to reach into the dishwasher, doing the duty, um, you know, going out of my way to help the family, mm. and then I get blood everywhere. I'm see, like, this well, is this what is... I see, Ben. This yeah. is what I see in your family. Okay. Your dad is the unflinching colonel who's willing to risk his men for a tactical situation. He knows the tactic is that he wants to take up less room in the dishwasher. He's the colonel, though. He's not riding in there. Well, I suppose from his point of view... He's sending in dispensable infantrymen. <laughs> yeah, me. dispensable I'm... infantry men. But, <laughs> oh, thanks for that. As his only son, he should appreciate the efforts well, that I go to. Well, if God gave up his only son, who is Philip to deny the world <laughs> the death of his only son? I guess if, if you're going to pick your role models, God's not the worst one to go by. <laughs> but what happens when my dad's old and... He needs other people to take care of him. If I... He's got a daughter. 
Well, and she's much now, nicer than you. <laughs> what if I die of a mysterious dishwashing accident? That's right, finger gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know we uh, live in the 21st century where that's not much of a dilemma, but you never know; these accidents occur. That's all right. I got scurvy once, which you wouldn't you, have thought was possible. You should have listened to that Monkey Island I know, song. It would have taught you everything. Yeah. I was so poor, I got scurvy. No, go on. This is a story. <laughs> I was living in France at the time and I just couldn't afford any food. You couldn't so, afford vitamin C. No, all I ate was spaghetti and I got scurvy. Well, That's, suspected. Okay, that sounds like you didn't get scurvy. Well, I went to the doctor and he's like, well, I don't want to go like too far into this, but I suspect you may have scurvy. <laughs> just try eating some oranges and see how you go. Was he uh, like an old-fashioned He doctor? did have a peg leg. Yeah. And the parrot actually told me the diagnosis. Ah, I see. We've had someone text in saying, imagine if this guy was one of those serial killers from the following dot, dot, dot. Well, that's a Edgar Allan Poe cult where they study the uh, the works of Poe and commit murders under his, uh, you know, literary influence. Oh, so. and then that same person has texted in, please love me. <laughs> so it was too long before like we... Sounds like someone's ac- in that cult. <laughs> we acknowledged all the other texts between that time and he felt left out. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if a raven or some kind of ticking heartbeat is mm. the cause of Vicky's next date, then we will uh, start to suspect foul play. Oh, well, my next date is not for two months or never more, depending on how things go. Okay, so as we know, today's theme for songs is the ocean. So the next one we've got Frank Ocean's Thinking About You. Yeah, one of those annoying songs that has improper grammar, so it makes it hard to track down when you're looking for it on iTunes. It was thinking, not thinking, and then not about. It's just about. Oh, it's thinking about you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So but I'll just let you listen to the original. Sure. It's not Vicky and Ben's covers, is it? Well, not yet, but <laughs> maybe if there's enough requests. <laughs> Might have to pause. Welcome back to the Prop Show Zone. <laughs> And again, Vicky is distracted. This is the kind of professionalism that you get when I None. let I let my co-host be in charge. We're having a really interesting conversation. Yeah, off air, that off air. So I'm sorry, you missed out. You should yeah, just have a backstage show see, where we should we should just podcast what we talk about between songs. As well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Ooh, let's pull this back on track. I want to ask you. Last week we discussed some kind of animal that caught you doing something. Yeah, it was a deer. Okay, I was thinking llama for some reason. No, that didn't it was seem not right. an Irish llama. Although that's a great story. Are you it ready was to, an Irish deer? Are you ready to tell that story about what the deer caught you? Oh, I don't see it in the grid. Well, <laughs> I just feel like it's going to be a regular occurring segment until you finally admit it. Well, maybe you should make a theme song for what did the All deer right. see you doing? Get excited, everyone! <laughs> Next week. We will have a new deer-related yep. occur- reoccurring feature. <laughs> what did the deer see you doing? And I will keep refusing to tell you. Are there any uh, songs that we can use to make that bed? Because often we We like didn't to... start the fire? I'll tell you like, what did the deer see you doing? It's <laughs> a bit of a mouthful. Was it something funny or something stupid? <laughs> what did the deer see you doing? <laughs> All right. You sound embarrassed, but I bet it's great. <laughs> there we go, people. It's... Keep listening That's next week. That's not it. That is not it. You have to make your own. Well, Stop using 
me to embarrass me. <laughs> I'm just excited that we've got a new <laughs> a new segment. <laughs> what did the DSC you doing? Yeah. Yes, last week I revealed a deer in Ireland busted me doing something embarrassing and made, oh, I can't believe you're doing that face. Yeah. Uh, and I refuse to tell Ben what it is. And now we're going to slowly chip away at Vicky <laughs> until she gives in and tells us. But we do have another uh, segment planned for you at the moment. What? I know. What is it, Vicky? What are we talking about? Things, I'd like to propose that before there was the internet, Things were a lot more difficult to believe. Or was it the opposite? Was it No, like... actually, that's probably true. So if someone told you something, you would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds true. Yeah, because like... it's more difficult to disprove someone. You'd have to find a library and look up an encyclopedia. Even or just that... slowly collect them from the door-to-door salesman. Like, so someone's told me something about the Uzi. Yeah. I'd like to know <laughs> if it's true. I will wait 40 weeks <laughs> until that gets delivered to find out. But nowadays, yeah, you can just whip out your uh, phone in your pocket and instantly find out that, no, you're wrong. I'm sure I've told you the story where my brother chased another... My brother is a professor at a university. He chased another professor down the hallway yelling, ha-ha, you're wrong, holding a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> this was the pre-internet days? Uh, I don't know exactly when it was, but he told me that his university colleague told him that ambivalent meant you had strong feelings towards something. No, it's the opposite. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. My brother said, no, it's the opposite. It means you've got mixed feelings. And he's like, nope, it means you feel really strongly towards something. So my brother went back to his office, got out a dictionary and looked up the word ambivalent. Lucky it was A, he already had that copy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, found that it said, yeah, the opposite, means mixed feelings, and the guy didn't want to be wrong, so he ran he away down bolted. the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and my brother was chasing him down the hallways, around the hallways of Bonash, yelling, ha-ha, stop running, stop running and be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There's, there's one such example. Stop running and be wrong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's many things that because of this phenomena, we have... A vague recollection. But if they're not on the internet, you can't be sure. Yeah, well, because we were lucky enough to grow up, or unlucky enough if you (laughs) want to look at it that way, to grow up for at least several years before the internet was uh, a prominent feature Mm. as it is today. And so if something... It's pretty much being used to annoy Cuba. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so if we try and recollect about the days before the internet. A lot of people have basically gone back and retroactively added things from our childhood, like, I don't know, Ninja Turtles or something yeah, were around before there. the internet. But it's, it's on there now because people remember and talk about it and there's been new you know, advances in the series since. Well, we've been doing this podcast since we were 20, so there's basically a complete reconstruction of our lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so uh, on the rare occasion that something does come into your memory and not exist online. It's yes. almost like it never existed it at is. all. It is. It's like, did this happen? And it's not like a memory from your own life. Like, I seem to remember scarring my knee at three, but, you know, it's not yeah. on my Wikipedia page. <laughs> if Vicky's uh, scar blog isn't updated regularly... I'm like, I did not fall over. That yeah. did not happen. Also, feel free to stuck a... St- feel free to stark, but too. also feel free to start a Wikipedia on both of us. I think you have to uh, have achieved something to get Wikipedia recognition. I don't see why. Let's change that trend. Oh, okay. Well, we, maybe we'll have to start our own competitor to Wikipedia for, like, F-grade celebrities that no one Facebook. knows about. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Damn, they beat us to it. Already started. Facebook. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so there's a few things that we've been thinking about that don't seem to exist online. Yes. That I wanted to 
basically I propose. We're heading down adamant dad track. Have we got old enough that we are adamant dad? Because we are adamant these things existed. Yeah. And, and yet no trace exists. If it weren't for the few people around us that we had these memories with, we might not even believe it ourselves. You'd be like, oh, guess I made it up. Yeah, yeah, you do start to doubt history because <laughs> the own memory is not as good as the internet. I know. Should someone edit, like, World War II's Wikipedia page, we'd be like, did Germany win? Ah, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I was wrong. Yeah, but, uh, that's weird. Yeah, I, I just don't know my history as well as I thought <laughs> So the first one that I wanted to bring up, there was this weird TV show that I caught once, I believe. My sister and I, I think what happened... It always seems to be with another family member. Well, that's... I suppose your childhood is mostly spent with them. Yeah, and that's the only way that you can get some form of validation, I think. So she remembers this as well, so I know this existed. I want to put the call out to anyone else who can give me some uh, recognition or even more information to this weird story. We, I believe, were getting up early to catch a flight somewhere. Mm. And as that seemed to be the case, for whatever reason, all large overseas flights when I was a child meant that we had to get up at like 5am and go to the airport. I've noticed that getting up early now, I feel like I'm getting ripped off because I'm just going to kickboxing when I, <laughs> my body is like, are we on holiday? Yeah, it's right. It's 5.30 and we're awake. We must be about to get in the car and go on holiday. So I feel like after I stint on Get Cereal, I've got negative associations with having <laughs> to get up so early. It's like, I have to be funny at 6am in the morning or this isn't going to happen. <laughs> I struggle at midday. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we caught this weird TV show where I guess the only time slot that anyone dared to air it was 5am. Yes. And it was about this... Was it Zoo Life? Because no. that was usually the one me and my brother woke up to at 5am. Oh, no, it was... Hear, hear the thunder, <laughs> see, see the wonder, Zoo Life, Zoo Life. There was a lot of animal shows on early morning. Yes, like, there was. I don't know if you remember Jack Hanna, but he mm. was a staple at, I believe, the 6 o'clock show. Wasn't he like a ranger of some sort that some bought in animals? Like that. Kind of like a Steve-O when he Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, this was one of the few non-animal-based early morning shows and uh, it was a kid's show about a guy who had a wart on his thumb, which <laughs> he referred to as talking warty. <laughs> now, it, was, it had a face on it, the wart. Ooh. It was like a... Sounds like the annoying orange. Yeah, it was kind of like the precursor to the annoying <laughs> orange, but way more gross. That is gross. And so I don't know what they did together, but he would talk to his wart thumb. Oh, that's so gross. It sounds like it would be like a bad mystery-solving duo or something. Oh, like, that's disgusting. You know, what do you let's save the day and oh. find Jimmy in the well or something. But I can see why this series didn't catch fire. Yeah, because it's, nor get to go on the internet. It's gross and disturbing. It's probably on the adult search. That's why you didn't find it. It's Maybe, too I disgusting I for turn, children. I should turn safe search off. I know. It'll be a lot of Talking Warty fan sites. That crap is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> that's gross. But it's just weird that if I didn't have my sister's validation that this existed... I would not barely believe it myself. I have one as well. Please text in and solve the mystery of me and my brother. It comes up every so often as well. Does Talking Warty come up off? Not often, but... Well, seeing as the only two people in history that seem to know about it is my sister and I, no, it that's comes what I'm up saying. rarely. No, I'm saying between you and your sister, does it occasionally come up where you're like... Maybe once a year real. or Why something. Why can't we find... Yes, but it does come up occasionally as like the unsolved mysteries. Yeah. I have the same problem with my brother. We have a conversation that comes up about once a year or so, mm -hmm. of unsolved mysteries. Unsolved life mysteries, which the internet cannot assist with. 
We saw this movie and it was such a great flippin' movie. It was a really good movie. It had this amazing twist at the end where this woman had, like, faked her own murder and so it was like a murder mystery and then it all sort of turned out that, you know, the car went off the edge and, like, it was a really good twist, right? How old were you about? 12, maybe. So he would have been maybe 15, Mm -hmm. 15, 16. It was such a great movie, though. Like, we were both blown away by this twist and we were like, wow, that's a really good movie. I believe it may have been in black and white. So it wasn't a recent movie at the time? No, it wasn't a new movie. And it was, like, a really great plot. So great. Okay. But now we were like, I want to see it again. Like, it was such a great film. I can't remember the twist. I remember it had a great twist. So I want to see if it holds up to the annals of time, which it already had since it was in black and white. Sure. But if it holds up to an older viewing audience. <laughs> yes. So the only thing we can remember about it is there was a guy with an extremely large block head. What does that mean? Well, basically, he looked like... Have you ever played Mario Kart? I have. Have you been in Bowser's Castle? Yeah, yeah, the block, uh, the brick guys. You know the brick guys that fall on you? Yeah. He had that atop his shoulders. Okay, I'll put some uh, photos of these. <laughs> Luckily, for some reason, we've already got photos of these in the gallery on our website. <laughs> so I will, I'll put these on the, the episode page for people who don't know what we're talking about. But uh, you think that it, it was like their heads were like that? Yeah, his head was a big, giant block. He had an extremely square face. And so we've spent hours Googling square face man, square face actor, square face actor movie mystery, nothing. Was it... Who uh, are you, square faced man? Was it like he had a body underneath, like a regular human body under yeah, that? Yeah, he did. He looked like a... He was quite a, a large man, but he had a block head, like it, an amazingly square head. Were, uh, was this an animated thing or...? No, he's a real man. Right. He's a real man with a block head. <laughs> and he was like the detective, and he got like like well, is screwed this over. is this makeup like prosthetics or he just his no head he's was... just got a really square head like okay. a naturally square head because there was uh, the blockheads on Gumby no 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 because we were watching it together and like we were like this is movie is amazing a b what's going on with that guy's blockhead <laughs> like we were both you know it was the unspoken element in the room I'm mm-hmm. like hey it's just me or is that guy like got a pretty Blockhead. Like, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was like, I was thinking the exact same thing. If you had to describe the shape of this guy's head, cubed. <laughs> <laughs> would you go with circular? Mm. Nope, because that would be indescriptive. It was more blockish, if you It was. So if you're out there and you know the blockhead actor movie mystery, it's amazing. It's such a great film. Someone must know it. But there must be some obscure film junkie out there. Alas, Vicky does not. I need it's to gotta know. It's got to be on IMDb somewhere. It's, surely, but how can you find it from Blockhead Actor Man, yeah. black and white <laughs> movie tough. mystery? I've got one more for you as well. Yeah? I was, I would, I'm going to guess about eight years old, and this was the days of cassette tapes. So mm-hmm. before MP3s and CDs and everything, the way that people would share music was you'd either have to tape it off the radio or you would have to get a cassette recorder with two cassette decks in it and you could go tape to tape yeah and so there was a few other kids in my neighborhood about the same age as me and we passed along this song okay and i've never heard it since <laughs> i listened to it a lot yeah because everyone was like, this is the greatest song ever. you got to <laughs> check this out. I, I can't guarantee that it holds up. Yeah. I'm almost uh, Much like the Blockhead movie mystery, which I'll yeah. continue Googling as you speak. But I feel like it's something that I need to experience again. Yeah. And I don't know that... I've definitely lost the cassette tape. It might Damn. be floating around somewhere, but I'm sure I wouldn't have labelled it or anything, so I have no idea how I would ever find it. Like, in, Let alone I'd have to get a player that could actually play it. 
Yeah. So uh, it's got to be, again, on the internet, but I don't know what to search for. So I need, I put in... Much like Blockhead Man. Yeah, I'm putting out the plea for people to <laughs> look for this song. All I remember about it is that it kind of told a story about this baby. <laughs> and he was putting on a concert or something. Okay. He was playing guitar. And the story's building up, like the song is, you know, telling the story as it's building okay. up to his big show. And the chorus is his performance where the baby gets on stage and he just starts singing. And the lyrics that he's singing is, yada, da, da. <laughs> this is such a creepy song. And he's like jamming. Oh, I don't want to know you anymore. I just went cold all over my body <laughs> as he sang that. That's so gross. But how weird is that? So, like, it sounded kind of like what you'd expect to hear on the radio. That's but so creepy and I've, gross. I've searched for, like, yada, da, da song and, like, baby guitar and, like, all these, everything that I can vaguely recollect about it. That's so gross. It. Oh, yuck. And, is yeah, it a baby bop song? Nope. I, I doubt it. I've looked and I'm coming up that cold. That is so creepy. I it's never want to hear you singing that again. <laughs> Except for right now, please. <laughs> yeah, da, da, da. That's so gross. It's, that's all I can remember. But everyone loved it. Everyone's like, oh, this is the best song and you got to pass it around. I feel like, you know, in The Ring, how they record the tape and they have to pass it along to one oh, person. Oh, that's so gross. I do not like yada, da, da. Everyone passed it along, except for me. I was the one who broke the chain. I... I was the last person in the neighbourhood to get this song. But people people were digging it. So uh, if you out there, listeners, know anything about this song or where I can track it down or who it was by or what I, uh, where I can hear it again, text in or uh, email in if you're That's a podcaster. That's so creepy. I never want to hear this. <laughs> it's Give long it forgotten, it I It is believe. long forgotten by the internet. So text in 0427-767-67. What are your childhood mysteries? Or do you know that... Song. Oh, it's so <laughs> creepy. Or do you know the blockhead actor murder mystery? Yeah, so we've got a lot of research for our listeners, for our listeners to do today. today. If you thought you were going to have a boring Sunday, think again. Yeah, you're, we're putting you to work. <laughs> and uh, we're almost done for another episode, our big season premiere. So thank you, everyone who tuned in. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you, especially everyone who texted in to distract Vicky from her job at large. Yes. No help on the... Uh, da, da, da. Well, that's okay. So, I feel like this is an ongoing search. So any help along the way could definitely be appreciated. We're well, coming a, for uh, you, yada, da, da song. Yeah, if, if this is like a year from now and you're listening to the podcast and you feel like you have any information that could track down these three mysteries, <laughs> then feel free to uh, give us a shout out. We and, will get there. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of the show. We have to uh, recollect about what we've learned, I believe. Vicky, are you ready to queue up the what have we learned music and Am stuff? Am I ever? Stuff searching for the ever mysterious. Uh, I want to know this yada data. It really freaks me out when you sing it. Trust me, I've uh, done a lot of background searching and I've come up short. So you're not going to solve that one in 30 <laughs> seconds. I learned that Vicky was told that she had scurvy by a French pirate doctor. <laughs> I learned that your dad is wrong about dishwashers. <laughs> Thanks for being on my side of the No, you're right. I learned that the elusive blockheaded man still remains at large. I've learned just how creepy you get. Oh, well, I learned that uh, the Scottish hoist their kilts up flagpoles at times of celebration. <laughs> I've learned that you can't be relied on to be funny at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Whoa, big call. I think you weren't listening. <laughs> 
I've learnt that I need to consider investing in hot pants if I want to attract a partner. I've learned that the happier a man is, the shorter his pants ought to be. <laughs> I've heard that. I don't know if I necessarily learned <laughs> And I've learned that I have excellent taste in music and tasting lying men. <laughs> well, there you go. And that brings us to the end of the Prop Showzel season premiere. But we're still back for many more episodes to come on our big grand final season of the Prop Showzel. So thank you for listening and tune in again from 12 p.m. next week for more insanity. We'll uh, be back on this topic. You can join us on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash propshowzel. You can email uh, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or for me, ben at insaneramblings.net. And now we're going into the Smashing Pumpkins Pale Horse, obviously from the album Oceania. Or Oceana, depending on your pronunciation. <laughs> or Oceana. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. Feel free to continue texting for the next minute. <laughs> <laughs>